I have some fun on here. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. All right, and what up, people? And welcome to the Totally Inappropriate Radio Show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. <laughs> don't don't give me that look. He still get, haven't hasn't given us a jingle, so I gotta I gotta make do. You know, Skyhawk after dark. Okay. Anyway, if you guys didn't know, hi M Black. If you guys didn't know out there, I know M Black knows who I am. But if you guys didn't know, I am the legendary Kimber Haven, legendary Jesus porn Christ. actress. Um, have appeared in many adult magazines. Uh, appear on Netflix. I think it's. Two or three times doing cameos as myself, and have a Wikipedia. Only two or three times. And an IMDb page and director credits for mainstream. Welcome project. to the Kimber <laughs> Haven Bragg Show. Exactly. I have a long. If literally, I could spend the whole the whole show telling my resume because it's just that impressive. Oh, I don't feel the need. I don't have to give you my pedigree. Mm, okay. I All just right. am. Okay. <laughs> Your pedigree as long as your dick. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Who do I got to my lap? You know what's sad is she took that as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, fuck off. I'm Lexus Steele, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Ah, well, look at you. You're all chipper and happy. Trying to break that uh, that um, reputation or something. What fucking rep? <laughs> yeah, working on that rep. <laughs> So, who do we got in the production booth, like always, with the drunk off her own power? Drunk off my own always. power. Always. You're always drunk off your own power when well, you're in the production Well, Lexus booth. is so cheery, so I feel like I should just say, I'm Raven Rocks. That's it. I'm mad. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm reading the <laughs> chat. I'm reading the chat, Raven. What? Your boy has contacted our other listeners to relay oh a message God, to you. Oh, my God. Really? M. Black says, Trey said he may not be here today, but he sends his love to Raven. I think he's lying. Your boy, man. I don't know. I think M. Black's making that up. Your boy is he's off now, the chain. Now, would I put it past Trey? No. He always <laughs> reaches out to our other listeners and say, oh, isn't. Raven, the coolest, most awesomest ever. Well, I mean, it's kind of true, but... Oh. Well, it's just because he doesn't know her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm taking better. that spaghetti home. <laughs> you can make your own. Okay, I'm keeping my minestrone soup. Trey <laughs> is off visiting relatives, see? So he has a good reason for not being able to declare his, his love for you all during the show. I love Raven. I love Raven. You know, I'm really glad you're getting use out of that thing. I just realized she's wearing it again. The vest? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, old. it's it's not even on today. It was just, it's like 
50 something degrees. <laughs> so it's not cold enough for a full blown jacket, but it's not warm enough that I want to just go outside in a shirt. Bitch, every day, every day you charge up your heated socks I know. before <laughs> work. Don't don't be jelly. And then you take your, your heated socks to Just because nobody loves you enough to buy you heated shit. I'm just saying that we're <laughs> fucking old and we get excited about something like heated socks and heated vests. It's pathetic. When did we become these people? When did we become the old people? You're the one who sits in a room... It's in 90 fucking degrees. Yeah, no shit. I don't like the cold. Makes my knees hurt. That Makes, sounds really old. I know. <laughs> I'm old. It's not my fault. I'm just old. All right. So. Uh, Lexus, I have. I, I, I love fucking with you about feminism. Uh, of course you do. About what? About feminism. <sighs> and I have. And this is very brief, but I I definitely wanted to get your your uh, <laughs> your input on this. Oh and no! This is the wonderful Candace Owens speaking oh, about women at the workplace. You know who good old Candace Owens yes, is? Yes, right? I do. I want to let you know her opinion about women in the workplace, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. So this is what Candace Owens on her show had to say about women in the workplace. About to myself. Women in the workplace. Hmm. What about that one? Are we a distraction? Do you guys think we're a distraction? And the more I thought about it, I thought, yeah, we kind of are a distraction. Working woman Candace Owens makes the argument that women in the workplace are a distraction. Okay. Ah, Okay, Alexis. Thoughts? First of all, how so? Uh, because uh, we, a man are distracted from their work because they're looking at the women. So we're not the distraction. The, the problem is that men can't keep their shit together. But it is kind they of... They can't keep their hormones to themselves. It's kind of well, like why, you know, in the old days, they didn't allow women on ships because it just creates problems. I was on a ship. No, it's, it's more like... It, this is what I thought of when you said that. You've got these schools that are dictating how women dress or girls dress, but not the guys, because the girls well, are it a distraction. It does not matter how a girl dresses. Man oh, I should agree. fucking keep his hands to himself. I agree, but that's what they're trying to say. So, I mean, yeah, so basically she believes that women shouldn't be in the workplace, even though she's a working woman, because... Is she? <laughs> yeah. Is she, though? Is she? Because she believes that women in the workplace, she's like old 50s where they believe that they should be at home because if they're in the workplace, they're just going to distract the men from doing the real work. Does does she not understand that if we went back to the 50s, she wouldn't be sitting nearly as pretty as she is now? Well, uh, oh, hi back to Germany, Mandy Winger. We got somebody from Germany. Oh, cool. Got a German listener now. God, what I, I time is it over there? I, I don't know how to say hello in German, so sorry. Uh, you is know it, what? I, I just, I, I've always thought the German language just is the angriest sounding isn't language. It, isn't it like Guten Tag or something it, like that? Every time I hear it spoken, they just sound pissed. Well, Mandy Winger will well, let me know if I'm wrong. I think I think <laughs> Chinese is also, they always sound angry when you go into a restaurant. 
They were sound, da, da, yeah, they always sound da. like you're, they're yelling at each but other. But they're so polite when they come out yes. of the kitchen. Have you ever seen that video of, it's like three or four different people who all speak different languages and they have them say certain words in their language? Like the first person would say airplane and then somebody would say it in French and then like Portuguese. And then at the end, they have the person say it in German. And God, she, it's like nice, nice and yeah. like, you know, just like they're trying to shove it down your throat. <laughs> so last night I was at work and somebody was playing me a video. They're like, it's in Spanish. Maybe you can, you know, just tell me what they're saying. I'm like, that's not Spanish. That's Portuguese. <laughs> they don't know the difference. <laughs> they don't know the fucking difference. Well, you know, it, to, to their credit, though, Spanish and Portuguese are similar Oh, yes, they are. I can understand if you speak slowly in Portuguese. I can understand what you're saying. However, <laughs> here's the thing that I don't understand. When I was in the Coast Guard, I was the ship's translator, okay? Um, I was summoned to the bridge. So you to were translate. I was summoned to the bridge to t- translate. <laughs> and if you guys know anything about ships, it's a big deal to go up to the bridge. You can't be out of uniforms. You have to go get in uniform. I was working in the engine room, so I'm as dirty as can be. And I mm, was sum- <laughs> I was summoned to the bridge. <laughs> so I got to go to my locker. I got to go into my birthing area. I got to change, and I got I got to go up to the bridge. I get up there, and they're like, "We need you to translate." I'm like, "Okay, all right, here we go." And I get up there, and I'm like. That's not Spanish. Like, how many languages <laughs> do you think I speak? <laughs> it reminds me of Sergio from our work. <laughs> it was, it was, um, it was like some sort of Cantonese or some shit. And I was oh like, oh my gosh, this is nothing at all like my language. <laughs> if it was Italian, I could get by. If it was Portuguese, I could get by. But this is nothing like the language yeah, I speak. Stupid ass white people, Guaylo. They think, they, they think every, you know. White people think if you speak a different language, that means you speak them all. Oh, okay. Speaking of white people, this is a good segue into something that I I looked up the other day because I was playing with the dogs and uh, Diva, our girl, female dog, came up to me. She handed me a toy and she took it right back, took it right out of my hands. And I thought to myself, you little fucking Indian giver. So then I had to look it up, of course. I had to look it up because I was like... I'm using this phrase. I don't even know what it means, right? It's not that bad. It's somebody who expects the same kind of value in a gift given back after giving a gift or taking a gift back, you know? that's It's nothing that bad. So I was like, oh, okay. I know. The American Indians think it's pretty bad. And then, well, yeah. <laughs> and then I started thinking about white people. I'm like... Ugh, I hate thinking about white people. I'm like, what? how come white people don't have any derogatory... Names to them. They have hunky. They have uh, whitey or cracker. That's basically it. But they're not, the connotation's not that bad, right? So Well, for Jews it is. I had to, I had to look up some derogatory uh, terms. Okay, now before you, you go on to that, I just want to point out a thought that just came to my mind, which is so bizarre. Because we have a visitor from Germany in our chat room. I'm thinking to myself, in my mind, I'm thinking, how fucking sad is it that our country 
is so fucking racist against Jews. Right? And Germany has their shit together. They're so progressive. They're 10 times more progressive than the United States. They're, they're fu- they don't fucking go to war with fucking Jews. Like, we, we just go, oh, the Germans, the Germans were the villains of World War II. We saved the Jews. Fuck you. All, the United States, man, Jesus Christ, against Jews are just fucking horrible. Yeah. So Start learning from the fucking Germans how to treat Jews. They treat them good now. M. Black says rascal is a white word. Rascal? But is it bad? Here's, here's You little Can't rascal. be that bad because you got yeah. that country band that calls themselves well, rascal And the flats. little rascals. <laughs> but here, here so yeah, I, I found. That's yeah. cute. So I found some weird derogatory terms on a website that's supposed to be against white people, right? However, I mean, some of them are bad, like bacon bits. The definition? A poor white person that has sex with pigs. That, that, that whoa, whoa, whoa. First I've of never all, even, I've heard of that term. I had no idea it meant off, that. My first, my first <laughs> thought is, of course it's white people. <laughs> of course it would refer to white people that fuck pigs because they would be the only ones that do it. <laughs> okay. Another one. I want you guys to guess what this means. Bean dipper. Uh, that is, I'm a bean dipper. I like to put my dick in Mexican chicks. Yep. I'm a bean dipper. That's what oh it means. Oh my God. That's I know exactly what, that what it means. I am one. <laughs> I, I, I know what that means because I am one. I'm a proud bean dipper. I love me some Hispanic women. Of course. Bolillo was on there. I know what that one is. <laughs> For all of our listeners that don't know, that used to be uh, my wife's nickname for me, Bolillo. No, not your wife's. Not my wife's mother, sorry. Your mother-in-law's nickname for you. Yes. My it, wife's mother. That's a mother-in-law. I know, but that's why I just said, and then you <laughs> yeah. corrected me and said mother-in-law. I said my wife's mother. Call me Bolillo. So here's another one that I didn't think was bread. bad. Betty Crocker. It just sounds, means white women. Yeah, It sounds like something you refer to Raven as. <laughs> Why me? Because you're really like what? Okay, before you go on, why you? I will explain why you. Explain to our listeners really quickly where she can get on with her segment. What happened oh, fuck the you. other day when fuck you looked up a you. certain term? Fuck you! I was having a discussion with somebody, and I was talking about kept wives. And I was going to search for a picture just to show this person what a kept wife looked like. And so she typed into Google. I got halfway down the Google search and my picture popped up. She's on the search. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So th- I would refer to Raven as a Betty Crocker. Now, the worst one that I found for a derogatory term against, against white people this is the worst one on the list that I found. Bird shit. Bird shit. Because it's mostly white. I've never even heard that. I like that, though. However, I got really personally offended by the next one. Oh, okay. I read this and I was like, what the fuck? The bean dipper. This, this is a... No, I, it wasn't bean dipper. I wasn't offended by that. I eat beans. Okay, so what? <laughs> okay, that's a weird analogy. Okay. <laughs> This one, not only is it my fucking idol, but 
how it refers to black people pissed me the fuck off. Ooh, ooh. Is it having something yeah, with Jane Goodall? Yeah, she's getting excited. Is it Jane Goodall something? That's what they call white women who like to sleep with black men. Jane Goodall. Oh, my God. That That's really bad. That's I mean, really yes. fucking offensive. Yeah, it is. I mean, who the fuck? Uh, you know white people say that shit. Fucking white people. <laughs> <clears throat> I was like, are you fucking serious? You fucking serious? If I heard somebody say well, that, I would probably slap the shit out of them. You know who refers to people as uh, white women that sleep with black guys as Jane Goodall? You know who does that? White people. Joe Rogan. Because he believes that he got out of the planet of the apes. Well, you, you, I don't know if you missed one, but it's one that I have first firsthand experience with. When I was a teenager, I listened to a lot of rap, and I'm from an area where they don't listen to a lot of rap, and I wore the baggy pants and the boots and the big baggy jackets, and I got called a wigger. That was on there. Eminem was on there because, you know, it refers to a white person who's trying to act black. Why wouldn't they say Vanilla Ice? Why Eminem? <laughs> At least Eminem is cool, you And know? he's got cred. Yeah, he's widely respected, even among black people. But why wouldn't they just use Robert Van Winkle? <laughs> that name. I yeah, mean, that's that about name. the whitest he's name hardcore. you could ever. That is. <laughs> he's fucking hardcore straight out of Miami, man. I mean, that's what they base Miami's Most Wanted on. You knew that, right? No. Malibu's, yes. Malibu's <laughs> yeah, Most Malibu's Wanted. Malibu's Most Wanted. They I were, love that show. They were making fun of Robert Van Winkle. Yeah. Because he grew up in, like, Miami. Have I seen that? Oh, my God. You better have. You haven't. I don't to. remember ever seeing it's, it's that. It's on HBO. I just watched it the other day. <laughs> so I was, I was reading an article the other day because, you know, I read a lot of news. I don't like to watch it. I like to read it. So I was reading it, and it says that flip phones are coming back. Well, I know, like, the new Razer is a flip phone, but it's that flip phone that's got, like, that bendable screen on it. Well, it's because Millennial and Gen Zs, they're too sensitive. They can't handle the Internet. So they're taking a break. This is what the article said. They're taking a break from smartphones because they can't handle it. Oh it's for God. their mental health. I think what we need to bring back is the Nokia phone. Oh, God. That thing, I am guarantee every Nokia phone that was ever made is still around. <laughs> and still works. Yes. That <laughs> fucking phone. Companies don't do that anymore. They, they, they plan for obsolescence. Like Apple plans for your phone to be garbage in a couple of years yeah. and not work right. They fucking fix that shit inside of it. But Nokia phones, man, you could literally throw it up against a brick wall, pick it up, call your mama. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't kill those things. You could run over them, man. Those were the best fucking phones ever made. They looked like a brick and they were heavy, but God And they damn. had one game on them. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking, what was it? It was that snake Yeah, one. the snake game. But God, it was a badass fucking phone. <laughs> Whoever designed that fucking thing built it to last. Yeah. Oh, God. You remember buying ringtones for those phones? Oh, God. It's so horrible. <laughs> Do you remember having to wait till the weekend to call everybody? Or at what was it after nine? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just tired of breaking my fucking phone because I don't give a shit about my phone. And if it falls on the ground and it fucking cracks, it pisses me off. Cause I I'm noticed like, you cracked your phone. You 
handed it to me the other day for something, and when I handed it back, I looked at it, and I was like, you got a bunch of cracks on it. I have no idea why or if that's the screen or if it, uh, and that's the a screen sc- protector. That's the oh, screen is that protector. The protector? Okay. I have because no I have gotten screen protectors for her. I have insurance on that fucking phone because <laughs> I am tired of the fucking phones breaking. Wasn't it her... That had the curved iPhone because she had to have the giant iPhone once and you had it in your back pocket and it it cracked and it got like a curve to it. Yeah, this has been years ago. No, don't say yeah, because neither one of us have yeah. a fucking clue what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Now, however, when I and did... I don't buy my own phone. When I went to go get our new phones, when I went, uh, I turned in our old phones and I took... T- I took my case off and the back of my iPhone was all cracked. And I'm like, what the fuck? How did this happen? It just, I don't know. Just fucking happens. Yeah. I mean, I don't even pick my own phones out. I, I get given phones. Okay. And told this is your phone now. <laughs> and I said, okay. And usually it comes with, this is your phone now. I've already set it up for you. I said, okay. Jesus Christ. She what? Does, she doesn't know how to do it. You literally set the old phone next to the new phone and tell it to transfer the shit. Oh, she does it all for me. You you act like you're shocked. You you know how I am. She can barely turn on the fucking TV. <laughs> it's not like when we go on these trips, you don't have to fucking take care of me when she's not available. I run everything off my Xbox and I'll get up to go grab her more coffee or something when she's over and she'll be like, pause it. And I'll be like, just grab the controller and pause it. I don't know how that works. It's a controller. No, because I hit a button and then it fast forwards through half the fucking movie. <laughs> it's like, fuck that. I'm not touching that fucking thing. And her, she uses a game controller. Yeah, I know. Yes. And it's very touchy. You oh, fucking, Jesus. Because you can hit a thousand buttons just by picking it up. <laughs> you can hit a bunch of joysticks and a bunch of buttons just by reaching over and picking the fucking thing up. So by the time it's in your lap to do anything, your movie's halfway over. It's already fast forward through it. I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, I know. Hi, honey. Honey just entered. So everybody doesn't think you're just saying hi to Lexus? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, our <laughs> listeners in our chat won't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I watched a movie recently, you guys. I was really impressed. I was a little shocked. I, I fully expected to cry. Oh, didn't this uh, inspire you to do a new segment, ongoing segment? Yeah, but, um, I, you know, so I recently found out that there was a new movie called Harriet. It came out a few years you ago. You recently just found out. Huh? Yeah. Because I did not know. How did you find out? You told me. (laughs) So I, I, I was gonna watch it, but I'm like, I this is something I probably need to watch at home because it's probably gonna make me cry. And what's it about? Harriet Tubman. Oh, oh, you were telling me about this. Okay. Now, it was interesting because there are some things I really did not know about her, like. She was married to a free man, but she was a slave. Okay. Now, they were supposed to, uh, I believe, I forgot at what age they were supposed to free her. Um, they did not. And then, of course, you know, white man lies. 
white people being Indian givers. So <laughs> um, they go and they ask for her freedom and they tell her no because she wants to have babies in a free society. They told her no. So she ends up running away. And her husband is like, I will come with you because she had spells as what they put it on. She was nar- narcoleptic. Okay. So she didn't want. Narcoleptic? Yeah. You mean that- epileptic? What? Epileptic? No, narcoleptic. That she would just fell asleep. Yeah, I was about to say that would be suck. You're just running, 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 and it'll <laughs> fall over. <laughs> that would be funny. You wouldn't get so she ran without her husband because her husband was free and she didn't want him to get caught and be enslaved. So she took off without him. She made it by herself like 100 miles to freedom, right? Then she decides to come back for her husband because she can't live without him. She comes back. He's taken another wife and she's fucking pregnant. Oh, my God. Typical man. And I was like, that was the only part that I thought was sad. But she becomes a fucking badass bitch. She was the first one to ever lead, uh, the first female to ever lead an army. Now, uh, what in, okay, tell, tell our listeners about the segment which you are working on adding to the show, which this movie inspired you. Because I'm always on the lookout for uh, female empowerment films because i don't want to see like atomic blonde the fucking 120 pound (laughs) girl beating up 240 pound russians i want to see a realistic woman portrayed that overcomes obstacles and becomes a badass so when i see shit like that i'm always you mean an actual badass yes (laughs) i'm always referring it to uh lexus because she appreciates strong women so i'm like hey i think this is a movie you got to see and then after she watched it, she was so impacted by it that she came up with a new segment she wants to start doing. Yes, it's uh, badass bitches. <laughs> Real badass bitches. And Harriet Tubman, she was. Uh, she was born Armanita Rose. They called her Minty. And then when she became, you know, when she got to freedom and she started freeing the slaves, they called her Moses. Because oh, that's cool. They called her Moses because she was leading her people. Well, she she didn't know freedom. how to she didn't know yeah. how to read, and um, they said that's why they called her Moses. But she never lost a sl- a soul. All the people that she freed, she never lost a soul. Yeah, so she was very impressed with Harriet Tubman. Well, I was telling her when she was telling me about this. In the area of upstate New York where I grew up, when we were learning about her, someone actually opened up their house to us because it's a lot of old houses where I grew up. And it actually still had the hidden rooms that they would put the slaves in while they were doing the the railroad heading up to Canada. So in the, in the show, what happens is Okay, she grew up with a white boy, right? And uh, he got into trouble. And somebody threw, I forgot what they threw, at the, a big old rock, and they hit her in the head. So she was bashed in the head. This is what caused the headaches, the vivid dreams, and all that. She had vivid dreams that showed, that gave her, like, 
I guess, that helped her. They said she saw the future, but I don't know if she that was really true. But she got away with <coughs> freeing so many freaking slaves, never lost one, and then she became an, a Union Army cook. Wow. So, you know, uh, Raven brought up the fact that she learned about Harriet Tubman in Upper State, New York. And, you know, we all did the same way. All us white folk, we get one chapter in the U.S. history book. One short chapter that briefly tells you who the fuck this person well, is. Yeah, I got a field trap. Yeah, we, we <laughs> didn't get that. We got one small chapter in U.S. history right. uh, under Harriet Tubman. It was like her name, and then it was like two paragraphs. Yep. And then it was the end. Yep. And that's her, her whole contribution to American history. And it's just, it doesn't even touch on how much she impacted our country. Yeah, and, and you know, I didn't even realize that she was a proponent, uh, a proponent of women's suffrage. I had no fucking idea. It's just, I mean, she was a fucking badass bitch. She was. She even became a spy. <laughs> M. Black says, my black history in high school was MLK on one page and Jimi Hendrix share... Shared half on one page with Elvis, and the Elvis fans in my class were pissed. Oh, whatever. <sighs> Without black people, there would be no Elvis. At least now they're finally, you know, admitting it and being open with it. The new uh, Elvis bio, they basically says, yeah, I learned everything from black people. At least they're mm-hmm. acknowledging it now and not saying, oh, yeah, Elvis was so original. He was such a, a, a maverick. He was so original. At least they're now acknowledging. So what else you got? You got anything else? Let me look at my notes here. Well, I want to make sure we get all your topics done before you have to depart the show. All the stuff you wanted to talk about. No, that's it, I think. Yeah, that's it. All right. So I want there was a few things I wanted to talk about before you had to depart the show to include you in the conversations. And one is... This new phenomenon is, I call it the meatloaf phenomenon. Meatloaf phenomenon is where you have a huge star that just disappears. They become obscure. Nobody gives a fucking shit about them anymore. As far as everyone's concerned, they're done. And then all of a sudden they come back on the scene. They make an enormous fucking comeback and they're huge fucking mega stars again. I call this the meatloaf effect. This happened with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was a big star, fade into nothing. Then he got rekindled popularity when he did a cameo as himself, and he got a bunch of new popularity, and now he's a huge fucking star again, and he was a nothing. He had disappeared. And now there's a new meatloaf effect. That's Brendan fucking Frazier. And yeah. That's the meatloaf effect. He deserves it, though. Yeah, but he is the meatloaf effect. It's a guy who was a huge star that faded away, that everybody lost all, they're like, we don't give a fuck about him anymore. He, he, he was gone. And then he makes a comeback and he comes back. Well, and every, he's a huge fucking star. Wasn't he gone because he was one of those actors that did all his own stunts and he fucked himself up so bad from doing his own stunts that he basically had to leave. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jeremy Renner's going to leave too. (laughs) He almost, he almost died on the set of mummy. That oh, choking yeah, where scene? Was, where he was yeah. almost choked to death. Oh. And then he fucked his back up real yeah. bad on Georgia the Jungle. Yeah. But uh, 
Kimber sounds sexier than usual tonight. Oh, okay. He, you know what? He is so. You're welcome. Adorably weird. Awkward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's just awkward. He's, 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 he, he's a, he's adorably awkward. He is, he is who he played in Blast from the Past. I yes, yes, I love yes. that movie. The realest portrayal of the real Brendan Fraser <laughs> has ever been put to screen. He was literally playing himself. The awkward, naive, sweet, everything in Blast from the Past was him playing himself. <laughs> yes. And as we see him and as we see him interact with people and cry at awards and, and clap and all that stupid shit, we realize Blast the Past was literally him playing himself. He is like a likable, lovable Crispin Glover. It's like if Crispin <laughs> Glover was likable and lovable and not just pure creep. Yeah, he's super creepy. Oh, my he God. It, who's creepier, John Waters or Crispin Glover? You huh? know, huh? Now, now that you brought up a phenomenon. Who's it, John it, Waters? Oh, I may know if you showed me a picture, oh, but I don't know. Do you know who John Waters is, Lexus? Uh, I know the name, but I can't. First of all, I'm I'm a filmmaker, so John Waters is a fucking genius. But he's such a he looks he's so funny, and he's in on the joke. He looks like a total creep. He's skinny. He's got the pencil thin mustache. He wrote and directed uh, Hairspray. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby. Oh this Jesus! He looks like he took a fucking sharpie and drew oh, it yeah. on his top lip. He, he knows he looks like a total <laughs> creep. We, I was just discussing him last night. He's a fucking genius. Yeah, though. but you know another ph- phenomenon I wanted to talk about. Divine because, was his his muse because um, this came to my attention the other day. Oh, he's a weirdo. Why? But he's great. Is it <laughs> that when people hit it big, they start looking homeless, especially males? Jordan Peele. Oh yeah. Looks fucking homeless lately. Uh, I'll, I'll explain that. I can explain that. Okay. Um, the second. Um, that a woman, it, there are rare exceptions like Kathy Bates, but for the most part, if you're in Hollywood and you're a woman, you're expected to look a certain way at all times. And the second you are not appealing to the eyes, people don't want you anymore. And a lot of actresses that get too old to be appealing to the eyes because it happens to everybody. I don't care how beautiful you are. You're What's not her name? Be the chick forever. that got shunned from the newest Top Gun because <clears throat> she got too old. Yeah, but nobody gives a shit. I mean, Val Kilmer's in fucking yeah. Top Gun. That, <laughs> could you look worse? <laughs> but I mean, come on. Nobody gives a shit about what men look like. As you know, like I had a meeting at I had a meeting at three o'clock uh, with with a bunch of bigwigs. I have to wake up at one, okay? Men don't. Men could wake up at like two thirty. Roll oh, up bed yeah, and I get on that fucking meeting. I tell people that all the time at my work. I'm like, I didn't transition because it was easier. Because no, when man. I was a dude, I woke up ten minutes before I had to leave, took a shower, shaved my face, and I was ready to go. And then you got these bitches. I'm not gonna name any names here, honey. Oh, <laughs> that that don't ever fucking wear makeup. <laughs> She's been trying. I know, but you, you need to have a talk with your girl. I, I love honey to death, but if she's going to set foot on any porn set, she come ready. She come full I agree. out, full fucking glam. 
Don't step on a porn set without your makeup being I fucking agree. grand as fuck. We're talking lashes. We're talking the works. That That's part of your job. We had that problem with one of our other co-stars. Oh, my God. It, you know, honey is so much better than that person. <laughs> the one that we had to have Lexus do her makeup. All the fucking time. Yeah. At least honey can do her makeup when she wants to. She's just lazy about it. And honey would be the first to tell you, I'm fucking lazy. Well, and, and here's she's the told thing. me she's yeah. lazy. Here's the thing. <laughs> Putting makeup on is a fucking job. Like, I was talking about this the other day. Because when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, you throw on eyeliner, mascara, you're fucking done. Mm-hmm. As you get older, <laughs> the, you, you have to get the this more shit night. you have to put on. And you're just like, fuck. This shit is not only expensive, it's fucking work. Hell, I've only been transitioned fully for like seven years and my makeup routine has changed vastly. At least Honey is starting to learn now that when she puts in effort before her cam shows or her performances that it's more lucrative if she puts in more effort and comes up with a cool outfit or a cool look. And here's the thing. I'm 46 now. Don't ask me to fucking put on heels. Uh Uh-uh. Fuck that. I can't believe Raven did that shit on her last fucking trip. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, girl? Nope. We were going club hopping. I wasn't going to go club hopping in sneakers. I, when we go to LA, I'm going to take heels for shoots, but that shit will not leave the room. (laughs) Well, you don't leave the room. That's true, too. But this time I am. If Lexus pulls this off and she's allowed to go, I have agreed to leave the room this trip. And go on a sightseeing because the whole plan was to go to L.A. this time and spend more See, time there. All you have to do is say you're going and she'll get out. I have to cry to get actually, her to leave the room. Actually, she <laughs> came to me. She came to me and asked me if I could go, if I would do a proper sightseeing tour. You, you've never seen... Well, we tried to do it right before COVID. and You've never seen L.A. I've never seen, you know, uh, I don't know what a local's version of L.A. is. I've been to L.A. I've been, I know enough about L.A. to know you don't fucking go out at night, period. <laughs> but, you, you know, I didn't, I'm not an expert in L.A. And you always want to go wa- look at, you know, famous things like the Walk of Fame or the Man's Chinese Theater. She knows all about this stupid touristy shit. Here's the thing, though. I grew up there. I've only been to Man Chinese Theater once in my life because locals don't fucking do that shit. You just don't. Well, it's like me. I was born and raised in New York, and I've never been to New York City. New York City. (laughs) Get a rope. (laughs) You know, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. These marketing geniuses. That fucking 20 years later, we still remember their goddamn commercials. Like, open, open, open. That's marketing genius. And not just, it's not just Where's that. the beef? <laughs> yeah. It's songs, too. Because, like... pockets. <laughs> no, like, if anybody would shout, regulators, I'd be like, mount, mount up. <laughs> what we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> All right, so we also need to tell our fans in case that they're just absolutely fucking dying to meet Lexus that uh, we have 
successfully thus far, unless she has to pull out last minute, we have successfully talked Lexus into attending the TEA Awards this year, which she has never (laughs) gone to in L.A. Maybe. And that stands for Transgender Erotica Awards. It's a training awards. Um, It's basically a big groovy commercial. Don't check between my legs because you'll be disappointed. I I wasn't. (laughs) I wasn't. But she might be actually appearing in person in L.A. Uh, instead of ah. hiding away. And Black says, I'm a pepper, you're a pepper. Yeah. Would you like a pepper, too? I forgot about that one. Yeah, guy who always looked good in a T-shirt. Man. What? That, yeah. So yeah, That commercial. He would always look good in a T-shirt, but he'd dance so gay. He'd do jazz <laughs> hands and shit. Uh. Jazz hands. Yeah, it's like, come on, don't be that much of a pepper. You know, you, you, uh, <laughs> Tone down the pepper. Yeah, you're being a little peppery there, buddy. <laughs> uh, let's, let's try not to, you know, look like you want to suck on a pepper. Let's just calm it down. So, yeah, you're going to go to L.A. And, maybe. And attend the Transgender Erotica maybe. Awards. Why do you keep time. saying maybe? Be positive. And, uh, because or my, are you being positive? My vacation hasn't <laughs> been approved. Yeah, her work is fucking fucked up. It doesn't matter how much notice she gives them, they can still just go fuck off. And it's That's like her, fucked up. I know, right? And it's her earned vacation. She hardly ever takes vacation. And you know what I realized last night? I haven't taken vacation since last year. So it'll be a year since I've taken vacation. Oh, fuck that. I have to take vacation. I'd go insane at my well, job. Well, I was just saying that. I was like, I need, to, I need some mental health days. I need to be <laughs> off. Because... Well, most people, see, you two have decent jobs. I'm not saying you have great jobs. I'm saying you have decent jobs. But most people in this country, if they are lucky enough to work someplace that gives them paid vacation, they only get a week every year. Hey, I've had to stay at the same place for 18 years to get four weeks. Yeah, but when she's bitching like, I haven't taken vacation since last year. That's how most people are in the country. I've noticed your vacation is set up more like military vacation. Well, last year they upped the vacation time for us. Um, and Well, I just mean that if you don't use it, you can... Like stash it for so long and all that. Forever. See, I can't. If I don't burn my entire four weeks vacation at the end of the year, I lose it. No, wow. my vacation stacks. And I'm in July, I'm going to get another dump of vacation days. So I haven't taken vacation since last year. <laughs> so where are you thinking that you want to take us in L.A.? Well, I'm sure you guys want to go see Man's Chinese Theater well, and the I, Walk I, I of was, Fame. And I was just suggesting those because we're usually on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And it's probably within walking The distance. Observatory. Everybody wants to see the Observatory. <laughs> From GTA 5. Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man's Theater is in GTA. Oh. A lot of stuff. Right. GTA 5 is kind of set. Los Santos is more yeah, or less a it's, fictional It's, it's kind of funny because when I was playing the game... <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know where that is. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know where that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, granted, I mean, it's it, well, been. Well, it's definitely very realistic to L.A. at night. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's not that easy to get away from cops. I wish it was. What? You wish it was. Why do you wish it was easier to get away from cops? you can get away with so much shit and you just turn off your lights and sit sit in your car. 
Okay, there there is something I wanted to talk about before she vacates the show. And um, it's a show we've been watching, and we've been invested in a new show. And we both think it's amazing. Yeah, in fact, it's got me yeah. watching all of Sylvester Stallone's so shit. I'm about to go pee, but I'm about to turn it over to you to tell uh, people about this show, because I'm going to come in and weigh in. But it's such a good show. Didn't you just pee? I did, yeah. It's all that coffee <laughs> she's fucking drinking. It is, yeah. Yeah, because just peed it's a diuretic. Like five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. But coffee's a diuretic, so, so she's got to go pee every two seconds. This, this show is so good, and I just chanced on it because I saw a fucking trailer for it on YouTube. So I checked it out. I saw one episode. After one episode, I was like, this is something that I think that I could... Because I'm always on the lookout for a new show for me and Lexus to sit down and watch because we're kind of caught up <laughs> in some of our favorites we don't have any more of. So I'm um, always, and some of them we just rage quit. Like uh, the boys, we just fucking rage quit that. Um, so I turned her on to this new show. I said, hey, I saw an episode. I saw the first episode. So just watch the first episode on your own. You'll be caught up to me. Then we can watch this together. I th- Just watch the first episode and tell me if this is something you want to start watching with me, if this is something that you're into. So I'll let her describe to you what this show is and why she likes it so much. Well, and, and here, another thing is that Kimber's totally into the mafia, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> just a little. So... so we started watching king of tulsa it's with sylvester stallone and he writes a lot of this shit he's a fucking brilliant writer i so well he's only been acting since before we were born well he wrote rocky yeah i mean and you know wasn't he the writer or the director of all the expendables movies too yes and so it got me interested in watching all his shit because you know I'm I'm watching this show and it's really well written. There's not too much gore, you know. It, it's just it's about a mafioso who spent 25 years in prison and great humor. Yeah, <laughs> funny as fuck. I mean, it's not intended to be a comedy, but when they want to be comedic, they're fucking funny. Yeah. So and and you think I mean because I mean let's 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 get real. He can barely fucking talk. I knew that was coming. I fucking knew it. So for him to write this shit is impressive to me. And what impresses me is not only can he write dramatic shit like Rocky and everything, and Tulsa King is definitely not a comedy, but it has a lot of comedy in it, and Mm -hmm. it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And you would not think that Sylvester Stallone, of all people, would be such an adept comedy writer. But his shit lands with yeah. me. I mean, when he throws a joke on screen, I love it. Because he knows comedy. And he's not the kind of guy I would ever think would be able to write comedy. You watch Rambo. Yeah. You write, you watch Rocky. You're like, this guy wouldn't know his fucking comedy at all. But this show, even though it's not a comedy, it's fucking funny. So I recently watched Rambo. I know you were going off about it last show. And... I the only reason I'm watching all these shows is because I haven't seen them since I was a kid. I was a kid when this shit came out. Of course, I had brothers, so I watched it. However, <laughs> that fucking scene at the end where he's going off, and you can't oh, really first blood. Oh, his legs is like with my legs. He's going off about the entrails, and I'm like, dude. 
Like, you just went fucking crazy because you got PTSD on a bunch of cops and you literally disemboweled one of them. (laughs) But you're going off about your buddy who was disemboweled. And they're National Guard soldiers, too. They're American soldiers. (laughs) Sorry, I just don't. (laughs) <laughs> All right, but I got to go. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> but another thing that makes Tulsa King great is because I saw a comedy that <laughs> he did in the 80s called Oscar, which I love. But watching Tulsa King makes me realize something. This man is in his 70s. And he plays a 75-year-old in the series. He plays his age. Well, if he spent, what, would you say 24 years, <laughs> 25, 25 years yeah. in prison? But the cool thing is, once I realized to watch his show, he is so, Sylvester Stallone is so intensely Italian that this guy was always born to play a mob boss. <laughs> and you never put it together how perfect Sly Stallone, the Italian stallion, now that he's old, is at a mob boss until you <laughs> see him as a mob boss. And you're like, Holy shit, talk about the ultimate casting. This guy was always perfect to play a fucking mob boss. He sounds like a fucking mob boss. He acts like a fucking mob boss. He looks like a fucking mob boss. And in this series, he plays a great mob boss. And he was a famous actor during the 80s when a lot of the mob movies came out, but you never saw him in any of them. Yeah, and he's like the ultimate Italian. He's like, (laughs) if anyone can give Robert De Niro a run for the money of who's more Italian... (laughs) It'd be Sylvester Stallone because you don't get more Italian than Sly. And he just makes a a perfect mob boss. He's so believable. You're like, okay, this this guy completely acts and sounds like a mob boss. And like I said, his his writing is not only great. The story itself is amazing. But the comedy really lands with me, which just shocked me. Because it doesn't take itself 100% seriously all the time. The the fact is, the big mob boss has a sense of humor. Oh, Jesus. Because you're talking about this, I was like, I wonder if Joe Pesci is really Italian. Uh, Yeah. His fucking father's name is Angelo Pesci. (laughs) Yeah, and, and, you know, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro have known each other their whole lives. They grew up in... Very similar areas in LeBron. Oh, yeah. He grew up in New Jersey. Oh, God. That place smells so bad. <laughs> I've never but been there either. I've been to Jersey a few times. Uh, I went to Jersey uh, for Lexus's Coast Guard graduation. Cape May, New Jersey is where she graduated boot camp for Coast Guard. And uh, But I went there for Exotica for an event sponsored by Cliff for Sale. I, I was uh, contracted uh, to do that gig and they paid for my trip there and everything that the first thing I realized when I walked out of the hotel room and I was walking right down the street to the venue is the smell of New Jersey is overpowering. <laughs> now I know that the people, okay, what's worse, New Jersey or downtown LA, uh, New Jersey. <laughs> it smells so bad. It, the only place I've ever been in my life that smells worse than Jersey is Seattle. And that's only because it's so close to the water. All you smell is rotting fish because they have uh, fish dispensaries everywhere. So you smell a lot of rotting fish and piss because they have a lot of homeless people. But New Jersey smells like sewage. Gross. 
it, you know how when you're going driving down the 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 city street at night and you've got the venting going on from the sewage and you drive by oh, yeah. and you get that big whiff uh-huh it's all the time in jersey that's just what jersey smells like it smells like industrial waste gross it's horrible and it's thick in the air and i know that people that live in you know jersey don't understand the odor of their home uh, because they're used to it they don't smell it but outsiders from places back in the backwoods in kentucky with clean air we go to places like new jersey and we're like this is literally a toxic waste dump how can people survive here it's so disgusting and Ugh. my impression of jersey was just a dirty filthy and you know when i watch the sopranos i'm like yeah that 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 place looks like it smells well, I mean, even though I've never been to New York City, growing up in New York, all you ever hear the whole time you're growing up in New York is that New Jersey is where all the scumbags go to live that can't afford to live in New York. Okay, Raven, let me ask you some questions here. No, no, I don't want to answer questions. Well, I, I, I'm curious if the if about your answer because it can lead me on to some clarification. <laughs> okay. Have you watched the videos of Tyree Nichols getting beat by the fire? No, I just read about that today before the show, but I didn't have time to go check it out. But it sounds pretty fucking bad. I have known about the beating for a couple of days now. I've been I, seeing it on I YouTube. was really busy this week. I didn't watch um, a lot of news. And uh, I still haven't watched it, even though the video keeps popping up, because I don't know if I can. I don't want to watch it. I haven't seen the video. Just uh, from what little I read, it looked bad. I don't know if I can handle it. And I saw that they've released the guy that did it. And, you know, it's happened to me. And, you know, I, I don't know if I ever want to watch that video. I don't want to see five cops brutalize a black man. And they were all black cops. Um, I just, I don't know if I can handle it because they've done it to me. And I, I just, I don't know if I have um, lingering PTSD from when I was beaten by the cops, but I just don't want to see it. And uh, it bothers me a lot, but I just don't know if I can see it. If, you know, I don't want to see five black cops beat a black man. <clears throat> I, I totally get it because I have never experienced that personally, but I knew you when that happened. And I, how do I put this? I didn't really know at the time because I had only known you, what, maybe six, eight months, maybe a year. But looking back on it now, I can see how much it affected you. It's, um, it's the first time in my life I ever felt 100% powerless because it doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter how strong you are. It doesn't matter how well-trained you are. You can't do anything. You cannot fight back. If you even think about fighting back, you will get killed or it will mm -hmm. get much worse and you'll be in prison. You cannot say a thing. You just have to sit there and take the beating till they're done or they get bored. There is absolutely nothing you can do. And it's the most powerless situation where you're being victimized by the police and there's nothing you can do. You can't even tell them to stop because if you even open your mouth and they deem it as an argumentative 
uh, word, they'll kick you harder. Mm-hmm. So you can't even open your mouth. You keep your mouth shut. You curl up into a ball and let them beat on you for a while until they get fucking bored. And that's all you can do when the cops come for you. And uh, I know how it feels. And You I didn't know, even break a law. You just yeah. had, they thought you yeah. had a weapon. Yeah. I mean, you did, but they thought you had yeah, a weapon, they, so it was okay to beat you. Yeah, they roughed me up, and I hadn't done anything fucking wrong. Not a fucking thing. They just swarmed into my driveway and just worked me over for no fucking reason. I hadn't done a fucking crime or anything. And it's just, I, I fucking cannot stand cops. So uh, the reason I was asking you if you had seen the Tyree Nichols video is because I was going to have you uh, just at least describe what was going on in it. Um, no, I, sorry. I, I've, I've been lacking this week on keeping up with the news. So I, I know it's a big story and it's something that people need to see to wake the fuck up. And I know that cops are doing this more and more and we need to fucking stop this shit. But, and I know it's part of my job as being on this radio show to watch all the news and be up front with the news. But I was just being honest with our listeners. I I don't think I can handle watching this. I I, I don't think I can handle watching this video. Uh, I know I don't want to. And I've thought to myself, uh, maybe I have to because of my job. But I don't know if I can handle it. It just it upsets me too much. It's not only personal experience, but just seeing that happen <clears throat> to black men. My grand, you know, my my grandkids are black, and uh, I have a grandson, and that could have been my grandson. Mm-hmm. And it just it bothers me. It bothers me so much that I I don't think I can bring myself to watch that fucking video. It, I I don't. I don't understand. Well, I guess I do. Because the mentality of a lot of police officers are the same type of mentality that uh, of people that I served with when I was in the military. The people who joined the military just, and and it's sad to say because you don't even want to think that there's people like this. But I remember people saying that they joined the military because they want to do hardcore shit and kill people. And I think cops do that too. Maybe not necessarily to kill people, but they're doing it to, um, so they can feel like they have control. Why this is happening with the police has been proven scientifically. Because they're, they're pussies. In experiments. Um, have you ever heard of the Stanford Prison Experiment? It's very Is that where they took the students and yes. made half of them you got prisoners it. and half of them? Yes. I'm impressed, Yes, man. yes See, I have seen that. You're, you're smarter than people think. I'm impressed. <laughs> the Stanford Prison Experiment is exactly like that. They took the student body, they split mm-hmm. them up, half were prisoners, half were guards. And they learned over the course of time that if you give uh, one group complete power over even though group. the people who were playing cops knew that the prisoners didn't do anything yeah. wrong they, they still brutal. treated them like shit yeah because when you give any human being complete power over another human being they become brutal in their actions it's psychology is human psychology and they proved it to be true by showing that these students their entire behavioral system changed the students that were acting as guards became brutal and nasty, and they mm-hmm. they lost all empathy. They, they didn't did. see them as human, and it's just it's the cop effect. Cops 
undergo the Stanford Prison Experiment. When you give one human complete power over another human and say that no matter how you treat this person, they can't do anything about it. There's no consequences. You can do whatever you want to them. They can't do anything. Human beings do not use power wisely. They never have. Human beings are not good with power. Well, that's why I totally, because you see all these shows, articles that talk about the end of our civilization and if there were civilizations before us. And I can totally believe that there were civilizations before us just because we treat everything like shit. And I could totally see a, you know, human civilization fucking up the world or or getting in wars so bad that we destroy the world. And then, you know, maybe two or three of us survive and we start fucking our mothers and shit. The last of us. Yeah, and, and then you have, you know, people to try it again to do better, but it seems like every time we do that, we just end up on the same path of just being pieces of shit. So <clears throat> I, I was watching some videos on YouTube and I was watching some cute, funny videos of these huge mega stars that have appeared on Sesame Street. It was like a back scene footage of okay. them and how they behave around these Muppets. And these, like they're real? These huge Hollywood <laughs> celebrities are in awe and they're starstruck. When yes. they meet people like Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy, <laughs> they become starstruck. I was watching one with Joe Pesci, which was at a loss for words. He couldn't believe that he met Big Bird. He was so fucking ha- He was like a child. So I looked it up. Do you realize this, this fascinated me? I, this is going to blow your mind. Sesame Street has been, has been on the air since 1969 and is the longest running show ever developed. I could totally see that. It has been running nonstop since 1969, since before I was fucking born. I'm almost 50. Mm -hmm. I'm almost 50, and this fucking program has been running continuously since before I was fucking on this earth. And uh, all these celebrities, I was watching these interviews with the puppeteers, and they were saying that uh, all these celebrities that they bring on Sesame Street consider it like 10 times the honor of getting to go on Saturday Night Live to be on Sesame Street. And and almost every single celebrity they've ever had on the show described their appearance, uh, experience as living out their childhood dreams. <laughs> Literally everybody, because even if you're in your, even if you're old like Joe Pesci, because me, the, the show's been on over 50 years. So it's been on since I existed. So I grew up to that shit. So it would be like me walking into another world where I was actually going into the fictional world of what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. It would be surreal to be on that set, that set. Well, it always seemed like the guest stars that they would have on the Muppet show always looked like they were having the time of their life when they were on that show. You could tell they, <laughs> they were just like, holy shit, I can't believe yeah. I'm hanging out with fucking Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. This is the most amazing thing in my life. And I've watched those wired autocorrect answers, you know, those interviews they do with the white background where they have the stars answering the most common Google questions. Okay. They've had Miss Piggy do it. They've huh? had Kermit do it. <laughs> and even Unmasked Singer, they're such huge celebrities. They've unmasked some of the singers and it's been like Kermit. Kermit's <laughs> been on the Mass Singer. 
is in these fucking full grown big celebrities just see these puppets as they're just fanboying out. They're like, holy shit, I can't believe Kermit's talking <laughs> to me. You're making me think of this guy. He he does a really good Kermit the Frog impression, and he's also got the puppet like nailed. Like he's got a puppet. But he goes on, is it Twitch? I think it's Twitch where you can go on video chat talking to just random people. And he will actually get on there as Kermit the Frog. And this guy has gotten so well known because he does a Kermit the Frog. And then he'll show them his his Kermit cock. And he's gotten so famous that when people get Kermit cock, they freak out and... <laughs> I've They're like, holy that. shit, it's Kermit's dick. <laughs> I've just seen that video. <laughs> There's tons of them. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that video. <laughs> Damn, that shit's killing me today. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> oh, shit, I, I exited out of it too quick. That shit's killing me. So, um, Thought it would continue. Oh, what? did you did you hear there's a green comet that's going to pass the the uh, through our solar system? How am I going to see it? <coughs> it's visible right now. From my chair? Not from your chair. Is it visible from my chair in the library? No. Where I work? You got to actually outside. go outside. Yeah, I don't do that. So you know, how am I going to see it? You know what I'm wondering? <coughs> how, how Kimber's going to see this green comet? No. I want to find out how I can get my hands on one of those green rings. Green rings? Green lantern. Oh, it was a green... Like comet that hit the Earth, and he got the ring out of it, and <coughs> that's actually not. I'm anyway, talking about the happened. movie. The the actually, somebody jumped off the comet and even, gave it to him, or some no, shit. No, none of that happened to Al Jordan. None of that. None of that screen. How or the fuck it happened? Uh, a Green Lantern crash landed on Earth. And he was dying. And before he died, he needed to find a new possessor of the ring and gauge their heart. And Hal Jordan had come to the wreckage to help him. Oh, I forgot about the gauge your heart. I'm not getting the ring. (laughs) What? (laughs) Now I'm... What? What? The what? If they're going to gauge your heart, Uh, I'm not getting the ring. uh, Why? You're sweet. Oh, I got told that the other day. Yeah, you're a kept woman. One of my coworkers told me that... He has not heard a bad thing about me. He's a newer coworker, and he said he has not heard a bad thing about me from any of the other coworkers. I was surprised. I was really surprised. Why? You're so sweet. Because I don't feel like I am. I just treat people how I would want to be treated. I guess other people just treat people shitty. You're the golden (laughs) rule. Oh, Jesus. What? Here we go. What? Nina showing her age. I was seven years old when Sesame Street first aired. Okay. We all know you're 100,000 years old, Nina. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, I think they've been on the air like 52 years, something like that. Something like that. So um, DeSantis just outlawed African-American studies in Florida colleges for no other reason than he just doesn't like black people. Seriously. How is this fucker getting away with this I, shit? I have no fucking clue. He literally says, yeah, we're not going to teach about uh, I, African-American studies. It's in our not colleges. like Florida is like North Dakota. I mean, there's a huge black and non-white population in Florida, and it seems like 
They're just like, yeah, he, fuck it, let him do what he wants. Here's the frustrating thing, the really frustrating thing. If a Republican, let's say a Republican senator or whatever, well-known Republican senator, governor, whatever, came out and said, I hate all black people and want them all dead, would it impact them at all? Would it? I mean, <laughs> does George Sor- Santos get impacted? How about DeSantis? How about Marjorie Taylor Greene doing white nationalist rallies with Nick Fuentes? How about Trump uh-huh. calling Mitch's Chinese wife uh, Chong Chow, Ching Chong Chow? He called her Ching Chong Chow. I mean, <laughs> if, if really a Republican came out and said, I hate black people, I want them all dead, do you think it would affect them at all? I do. Why? I think they would gain votes. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying that these Republicans don't give a fuck. Well, about you know, you anything. got you got all those white people that if that if a politician came out and said I hate black people, I want them all dead. There's a huge population in the United States that would go, "Hell yeah, that's exactly how I feel." If uh if a fucking Republican congressman came out and said, I'm a gay drag queen uh, that lied about my mother's death on 9-11, lied about being uh, uh, of Jewish descent, of Jewish I was about Holocaust to say, my mother was survived. in the Holocaust. It's just like, <laughs> the Republicans are fine with that. All of it. All of it. Fine. And they're fine with DeSantis going, you know what? Uh, we're going to make Florida white again, so we're going to outlaw any teaching about black people. Anything, yeah. In the entire state. And we're just going to outlaw... Because he's already made it illegal to mention us. Mm-hmm. He's actually legislated us out of existence. You can't say gay. You can't teach about transgender or gay people whatsoever. We have been removed completely through fucking DeSantis legislation from existence in Florida. And now they're fucking, guess what, black people? Guess what? Your turn. You're on the chopping block now. This is why black people need to get on board with us trannies. Because they're coming out. Well, they need to get on board because uh, look at Texas. Texas has been kind of quiet lately after uh, what's-his-name got so close to being voted out. And I'm not going to say that I love everything about black people because there's one thing that pisses me the fuck off, okay? Here's what pisses me off about black people. Black people know how to fight. They know how to fight this shit because they've been doing it a long time and they're better at all the other groups at fighting back, but they don't fight for us. And it's the thing is... These people know how to fight. Black well, people know how to fight. Nobody knows how to fight for us because as soon as gay, soon as gays got legal gay marriage, they completely forgot about the trannies. Well, we don't even exist in the gay community what anymore. What I'm pissed about is how outraged I am at them getting rid of African-American studies in all the colleges of Florida. But where were all the black warriors... When they said, don't say gay and banned us from school. They did the same shit to us, fuckers. They did it to us already. Now, I'm outraged on your behalf, and I'm all for you guys being pissed off. But where were you guys? Mm-hmm. Where were you guys when they did saying. that shit to I us? I get what you're saying. Because it's old news to us, motherfuckers. Because now black people are like, they're trying to cancel black people in Florida. Old fucking news. Guess what? Been there, done that. They got rid of all the gays and trannies from all the fucking books in the schools. And they're now fucking canceling black people. But black people know how to fight back. That's why black people need to have our fucking back more. Because you know what? You better fight for us. Because if you don't, 
you're next. And they're coming after the gays and the trannies and the drag queens first nowadays. Black people are not the first target anymore. It's always the gays, the drag queens, and the trannies are the first fucking target. So anything you see them doing to us, guess what, black people? It's about to be done to you. So it's time for you to fight for us. Because whatever's done unto us, if they get away with it, they will turn it to you. If they can cancel us, they will cancel you. You're the big fish in the pond. We're the small fish. If they can get, a, we're the testing the waters. If they can get away with it well, on our scale, they will definitely try it on your scale. I can't remember exactly how the saying goes, but there's a saying that was like, it goes something to the effect of, you know, they came after gay people. We did nothing. They came after trannies. They did nothing. You know, they come after so many people, and then they get to them, like white people. Then it's like they came after the white people, and there was nobody left to defend you. you, I can't remember how the saying goes. You ask any white person, they'll say everybody's coming at for them. Oh, Jesus. White white people are the most fucking victimhood mentality fuckers. Jesus Christ. They've got everything at their disposal, but according to them, they have but nothing. There is nobody the Republican Party is not going after. The only person that they're not egregiously going after are white, straight Christians. If you don't fit that profile, mm-hmm. guess what? You on the chopping block, they don't want you in this country. And they will legislate your existence out of existence. Because they're coming after blacks and they're coming after Muslims and they're coming after the fucking Jews and they're coming after the drag queens and they're coming after the transsexuals and they're coming after the fucking gays. They're coming after the Mexicans. They want to lock them all behind fucking walls. They want to ban all the Muslims from this country. They want to lock all the Mexicans behind walls. They want to lock all the black people in prison and they want to eradicate all the gays and the trannies and they want to eradicate all the Jews. Okay. That is what these people stand for. And they've made I, it obvious people. I found Wake the up. saying, and it actually comes from a pastor. Okay. Oh, it just says, you know, they came for the communist and I did not speak out. And he goes down, you know, socialists, trade unionists. And at the bottom it says, and then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak out for me. And that's how I kind of feel like a lot of these marginalized communities are is, once they make any kind of stride, you know, on the back of everyone else who's helping them, they're like, you know, they're up now, but they're not reaching down to pull anybody yeah. else up with them. This <clears throat> this homegrown terrorist organization that call themselves the Republican Party fuel themselves on hate towards anyone who's not exactly like them. That is their entire core of their belief system. You're either like us or you don't belong here and you're not an American. You must be white, straight, and Christian or you don't belong here. That is the core belief of the Republican Party. They do not represent the people of this country. They are the minority party. They do not represent the people. They represent the Republican interests and the Republican Party only. You know, they don't give a shit about the country. I was thinking about this, I don't know, it was maybe a week ago. And you know what? these fucking white Christian nationalists kind of remind me of. You've seen the movie Gangs of New York. Yes. The Butcher. The way he acts in that. Billy the Butcher. Billy the Butcher. 
how racist he is? No, just the fact that, you know, you think because you're white and you were born in America that it's somehow yours and everyone else is just, you know, pieces of shit that live here. And we weren't even the first fuckers here. Kind of goes back to your whole saying about white people taking everybody's shit. Uh, Raven, <laughs> do you know who Bowen Yang is? No. I don't think any fucking buddy does. But I fucking hate him. Okay. Bowen Yang, which no, I sincerely doubt anybody in this fucking chat or hardly anybody in the entire fucking country knows who Bowen Yang is. But unlike his co-stars, Bowen Yang is a Saturday Night Live performer. He's the gay Chinese guy. Oh, shit. And I fucking cannot stand him. I know you've said before you can't stand him. He's obnoxiously gay. And he cannot play anything except obnoxiously gay. And we all know somebody like that. I'm not he saying... He did a great George Santos, though. But he can <laughs> only play obnoxiously gay people. So every time he plays any other character, he plays in a, as obnoxiously gay, even though they're not supposed to be, because he's so obnoxiously gay, he can't even pretend to be straight. That's what's even worse, because even straight people can pretend to be gay. He can't even pretend to be straight. So I fucking hate Bowen Yang because, one, nobody knows who the fuck he is. He's been on Saturday Night Live for like three fucking seasons, and nobody knows who the fuck his name is. And two, he has no memorable characters. I have never seen him be funny, never once. And three, all of us know one of those people, and we all typically have one of those people in our lives that are fucking obnoxiously gay. (laughs) <laughs> I fucking cannot stand being around obnoxiously gay people. What do you mean? <laughs> I can act like a straight dude. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Because we all know gay people. We all know gay people. And then we know of the obnoxiously gay person, which is like, dude, dude. Harley. <laughs> yeah. Obnoxiously gay. Is like this Bowen Yang guy is obnoxiously uh, gay. I love Harley to death, but I can only take her in very small doses. If I if I have boobs and a dick and I'm looking at you going, fuck, dude, you're such a faggot. Oh my god. <laughs> fuck, stop being such a faggot. That that's not good. That's not good. When a when a tranny is thinking, God damn, you're the most flaming faggot I've ever seen. That's not good. And those obnoxiously gay people are... It's, it's 2023. That's a naughty word. What, faggot? You don't say faggot. Hey, w- w- that's like black people using the N-word. They can do it. <laughs> I can use faggot. I suck dick. I have a dick. I suck dick. I have a dick. I take dick up my ass. I can use the word faggot. <laughs> I'm allowed to call somebody else a faggot. I'm a faggot. Well, <laughs> then we should get total passes for... Destroying the fag. I just think it's funny that <laughs> such a woke ass site had to put that on their list. <laughs> and there's such a woke piece of shit. So I fucking hate. I fucking hate many of it so much. I hate them. Fucking bunch of woke tards r- trying to run a porn company and trying to be involved in politics. It's like you're cyber pimps. Mm-hmm. Just, just sell my shit and take your commission. You fucking cyber pimp low life. 
Don't fucking preach to me about social equality. I don't want politics in my fucking porn. I don't well, want you making race play, the word race play, a racial slur on your site. It's one thing if you're not allowing something because it's illegal. But there's nothing illegal about the word faggot or the N-word. I mean, it's not illegal. I won't fucking well, use it, but... I've gone to war with many of it. They don't fucking like me. They've like banned. They've put like bans on forty of my fucking videos, um, uh, that they've deemed inappropriate for no apparent just forty. Yeah, about forty. <laughs> I figured it'd be way higher. No, forty went over the line. I went over the line forty <laughs> times. Thereabouts. Forty times. Yeah, and and they pulled those videos. <laughs> But when I challenged them, they would not give me an answer. They they said they were pulled for being inappropriate. So I challenged them and I said, what was inappropriate about the video? And uh, uh, the response I got was your your use of the uh, uh, racial slur inward. I said, also in that video, I use the word shemale. I use the word faggot. I use the word uh, uh, gay punk bitch boy. Uh, I use the word cracker. Uh, and I said, but why did you pinpoint that one word? I said, if you want to start, mm-hmm. and I went to war. I said, if you want to start censoring porn, you're on a slippery slope. Because if you censor one slur, you have to censor them all. And then once you censor them all, is bitch or whore condescending to women? Now you get rid of that. And now all you got is two people fucking not making any fucking noise. Mm-hmm. Keep your fucking political opinions, your hurt feelings out of my fucking porn. We want to say shit in porn. And when we are fucking that we're not allowed to say, and we're, we we're different. Sex is different people. Like would I, would I put up with anyone at Walmart calling me a bitch or a whore? Fuck no. But every woman wants to be called that in the bedroom. None of them are going to tolerate it outside of the bedroom. You're going to get the Karens that come out and say, I don't want to be called a bitch. Yeah, she didn't disconnect it. Fuck that. I mean, I want, when I'm getting fucked, I want to be called every name in the book. I want to be choked. I don't want to be choked at Walmart, but I want to be choked in the bedroom. If I'm sucking a a man's dick and he looks down at me and says, oh, yeah, suck my cock, you shemale faggot. I'm going to suck his dick harder. But if <laughs> if I'm walking through Walmart and, and some guy looks at me and says, shemale faggot, oh, I'm throwing blows. It's totally different. What we say in sex and in the bedroom or in porn should not be indicative of social commentary. It should never be indicative. It, it's a completely separate thing. That's like saying cartoons uh, represent reality. They do not. Porn... And Hollywood movies do not represent reality in any fucking way. So stay the fuck out of porn. Like you said, Raven, if it's legal and if it's consensual, shut the fuck up about it. If you don't like it, watch a different video. It's not made for you. It's not fucking made for you. I don't know what's going on in chat, but now they're talking about Amish porn. I tell everybody, (laughs) I tell everybody who gets offended at different types of porn, I don't like scat. I don't like piss play. I don't like people beating each other up. But you know what? I don't fucking care because the you way know, I... perfect example. I like a little bit of pain. But when I see these girls on Twitter going, you know, I just had a session with my dom 
and they show their ass and it's all fucking bruised and welts and all that shit. I'm like, I find absolutely nothing sensual or sexy or arousing by that. But at the end of the day, if that does it for you, I mean, there you're kind of bush, pushing yeah, the, illegal, the way I but see it's it consensual. Is, the way I see it is it wasn't made for me. Exactly. It's made for somebody else that loves that shit. And that's great because, you know, I want content creators to make shit that I want to see. And my tastes are unusual. And I know that I am less popular online than you because I'm a more polarizing figure and my fan base <laughs> is smaller. I have a more niche fan base than you. So uh, you are have a broader appeal. That that's a good term. You have a broader yeah, appeal. Yeah, but they all want to fucking marry me. They do. But you have a broader appeal cuz you have a larger audience cuz you're not such a freak. And my shit is a level of freak that a guy has really? to get into. Am I not or do I just not You don't wear it on your sleeve yeah, like I do. I was going to say In fact, you're just as much of a freak as me behind closed doors, if not worse, I'd say you might be worse, but <laughs> you don't wear it on your sleeve like I do. So my freak flag flies at all times. My porn is all about my freak flag, but you don't self-produce a lot. So they don't see you do a lot of. Well, I'm not fucking a full-time shit. porn star. Yeah, but my, my videos are twisted and they have a certain style about them that's not for everybody. But people don't see you well, like that. Prime example. Here, here's a like prime that. example. You do a lot of smoking fetish videos. I find absolutely nothing erotic about smoking. I think smoking's nasty. But do I think your fans should not watch smoking videos because I don't like it? That's bullshit. Yeah, you've watched my cam shows. You know how popular it fucking is. Oh, yeah. I I know smoking is extremely popular, but I don't get it. It's it's nice to watch, not nice to smell. That's true. (laughs) Now, for everybody, I vape. And my biggest, actually, my biggest, like, con to smoke... Not not to mention my parents grew up smoking, so the house always smelled like cigarettes and stuff. But yeah, it's the smell, it's the yellowing of the fingers, it's the the shitty voice you get from smoking for years. I mean, my mom. I mean, it's well, just I, I was always it does a, nothing for me. I was always a baritone, so I don't really have to worry about that. As far as the yellowed fingers, I get that on long shoot days. Like if I had to produce three videos in a day, oh god. Or if I'm doing, like, multiple cam shows, I get that shit. And then your fingers just smell and, ugh, gross. That's my (laughs) biggest thing about smoking. It's not, like, a visual thing. It's the smell and all the other stuff that goes with it. the thing is, I I know that there's a lot of cons with smoking, but I also use the pros in my videos because I know that in video, you don't get the cons. Yeah. So I can can work it into my videos and make it very sensual because... The men don't have to experience the cons come with it. <laughs> so, well, since we're kind of talking about this, uh, YouTube has decided they don't want swearing on their website oh, anymore. They, they've done that for a while now. Um, <laughs> I, I 
well, as you know, I talk to content creators like Mike Bracken and everything, and I watch all their videos, and they are, they're always making videos how uh, Nazi-ish uh, YouTube has mm-hmm. gotten with their uh, politically correct. You have to be sweet at all times, and you can't be anything except PG. Yeah. Or you get demonetized, which is basically they take the little switch and they turn it off if you're making any money off that vid. They don't do anything in the vid. They keep it up. You're, yeah, you're they still, still make money off of it. Yeah. It just seems like they a ploy to the- say, well, if you want to say what you want to say in your videos, you know, we're going to keep the money, but you're not getting any of it. Yeah, it's, it's you know... And it ticks me off because I I like watching a lot of YouTube videos or YouTube um, create content creators that do use a lot of swearing. So do I. Um, but you know they they need YouTube is is uh, very commercialized. They do a lot of family friendly shit now. They need to come up with a widespread uh, like video a YouTube platform. adult. Yes. To where you sign in and you verify that you're of age and then it's anything you want. And then the the and advertisers they, can advertise and, yeah, and gear it toward, more towards adults. Yeah. And yeah. And and they can even say it could be R-rated and below. Yeah. And not go to X-rated. You can't whip out yeah. your dick. Yeah. No, I sex. agree with that. Yeah. But you could show boobs because, you know, we're fucking adults and, and we... We don't mind nudity. We don't mind, uh, you know, fucking bad language. We're not 12. Who the fuck is YouTube catering to? If they're not allowing any bad language or a nudity well, or anything, are they catering to 12-year-olds? I have YouTube Red, and I don't think there's too many YouTube Red uh, subscribers that are fucking 12. Yeah, I'm just wondering who the fuck they think they're catering to. They're obviously not aware that they're catering to a more adult audience. Because swearing is, you know, a bad no-no. It's like, what am I, fucking 12? Well, and it's like, I know you don't watch a lot of SpongeBob episodes, but there's one that doesn't get aired very often that has, they they bleep it all out with like, um, you're such a sponge. Dolphins, dolphin squeaks, but they swear through the entire episode and it's like, I view swear words just like they they call them in this episode of SpongeBob. They're sentence enhancers. <laughs> well, I, I, I just I, I've always had a filthy mouth. I just I enjoy sentence enhancers when I'm watching videos. I mean, if I if I'm making a, a porno film, I'm just sitting there jerking my dick and talking. I'm going to say some shit that that's going to get me in trouble somewhere. It always does. Always does. <laughs> And I'm just waiting. I, I put I put a new video on many vids. So we'll see how long it takes for them to ban that one. Oh, my God. You are so. Oh, uh, did I tell you about the. Uh, remember the last BBC that I shot with? That I yeah. sent you the video of? Did you ever watch it? I'm sure I did. A lot of N words in that. A lot. Because he started it. He started it. <laughs> He, uh, he he started it. He started with the N-word, and my perked up, and he was all for it. So we started a banter back and forth, and it got really raunchy, and uh, it's not a video I can put on many fits. You know, he hit me up. It goes on my website only. He hit me up. So when are we going to film? 
Uh, he was like, I filmed with Kimber not too long ago. So then I realized who he was. He's 24. So then I'm like, yeah, he's like, I never heard from you guys. So I I just assumed I didn't do a good job. I'm like, well, Kimber hasn't heard from you. So I don't know if she assumed that she did a bad job with you. And then he goes, well, it was just the long drive. The 45-minute drive from Lexington was too much of a drive for him that he couldn't get off. That was his excuse. Uh, well, I specifically told him when he was leaving to send me a text message with an email where I could get him a video, and he never contacted me again. Yeah. So what? He's just a kid. So how many times in your life have you done an hour or longer commute exactly. every single day of your life? Exactly. These little fucking And he's children. saying this hour-long drive made it impossible for him to nut from a blowjob. And I was like, dude, don't. I'm not fucking stupid. Don't pull that shit with it, me. It's just, it, all the guys are the same. When they don't perform, and they, they hardly ever perform. Okay, guys that are listening, let, me, let us tell you some truth here. We have about an 85% flake rate when we schedule a shoot with a man. Most of them get cold feet. Now, when they do show up, and Raven can totally, because she this is what she does for a living, she's a talent coordinator. She vets them very well. They show up, they have big old dicks, and they can't keep it hard. And they can't get hard. They can't keep it hard, or they can't come. Always those three things. Mm-hmm. Either they can't get hard, they can't keep it hard, or they can't finish. Always, every fucking time, it's a miracle. But they don't need Viagra. Yeah, it's a miracle because they're too studly. If we find somebody that can actually perform through the whole scene, you know, get hard, stay hard, and give us a money shot. I mean, how fucking rare is and that? And guys, we're porn stars. We've been doing this for more than a few minutes. Your fucking excuses. We've heard at least seventy times. And it's not like the job is hard. Sit in this chair. Lean back. I will suck your dick for about 15 minutes. Then you come. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Last about 15 minutes for me, then shoot. The end. And I, they can't do that. I just did. A- or, or the guys that'll show up and we try to explain to them, look, filming isn't like fucking. It's not fun. It takes a while. Yeah, you might want to take a Viagra. We even will offer the guys Viagra. We keep a stock of Viagra. They think they're going to show up to an orgy as happy, happy playtime. No, we're here to fucking work, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. We're here to make movies. We're not here to fucking fulfill your fantasy. We could care a flying fuck about your goddamn fantasy. We're here to fucking make a video. We're pros. Sit here. Let us adjust lighting. (laughs) Then we just stop and we redo the camera and we're like, go well, there. And, yeah, and we explain that it's not just one take doing it all all at once. You stop, you readjust cameras, you readjust your positioning. I hate working with amateurs, but we don't really have access to anything but. Yeah, especially living in fucking Kentucky. It is. <laughs> Men lasted eight to ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, no. Some of them last 53 seconds. Yeah, we, we did a video <laughs> with a guy that had been bugging 
Raven a topper for the longest fucking time. And when she allowed him to on um, film, we got 53 seconds of footage. Literally, huh? That's literally sticking your pecker in and then going, At, at least he got it. off, though. It was less than a minute, but at least he got off. He, he, he did like three strokes. It was like you and Razor Ramington. Oh, my God. That was bad. Yeah. You've had some good times. And he had already fucked me multiple times. He pre That was the first time I had ever seen a guy premature ejaculate twice in the same porn. <laughs> twice. And, and to where we just gave up and we're like, we'll just come up with an ending for this. You know, what we were talking about earlier happened to me again. I was looking for some spank bank material and I was in a certain mood and I searched she male gets fucked by redneck. Oh, it's you. Yeah, I know. And it fucking popped up me with razor ramington. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's you, the car on the side. Yeah. 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 I see that popping up all the time because I know (laughs) because when it pops up on, when I'm looking for porn, I'll see that video, you know, she male gets fucked by redneck. And I'll look down and I'm like, Oh, that's Raven. But that, that's that's the thing though, that is people don't understand that. Uh, when you're in porn and you're feeling randy and you got nothing going on, and you want to tug one out. You go on and you look at porn and you try not to find your own or you or somebody you, you know. know. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's another thing. Like I I cannot watch Morgan Bailey porn. I just can't. I can't watch. It doesn't even matter if I've done anything with you physically on camera or off camera. If I see somebody I know. Yeah. I'm like, no, I can't do it. I, yeah, neither can I. I can't watch somebody I know that I consider a friend or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, fuck. I just, I can't. It's kind of like I'm giving them their privacy, even though I like, know they're out there. I don't know. Nina said something about Lisa, and so I'm thinking Lisa might be listening, but I was searching for something. It's been a while ago and I'm searching down through there and I'm like, Oh, she's got a nice booty. So I click on it and I immediately see the heart shaped tattoos over her nipples. And I'm like, fuck it's Lisa. Yeah. It kind of does it for me. I can't, I can't. Uh, Lisa's probably the only (laughs) post-op girl I've ever seen that kind of does it for me. (laughs) Well, I've even fucked her. I fucked her on camera and I fucked her well, off camera. I, I, and I'm like, I can't jerk off to I Lisa. I can see why you fucked her, though, because <laughs> she kind of does it for me, too. She's she's She looks like a dirty little slut. That kind of gets oh, me Oh, we haven't seen her in a long time. <laughs> she might have gotten all good girl on us. I doubt it. <laughs> well, Nina's always with her. Hey, Nina, is, is Lisa being a good girl or is she still being a whore? Yeah, Lisa's like the only post-op girl I have ever met that kind of does it for me. Lisa's the only post-op girl I've ever met that has been banned from a country for bo- doing naughty shit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I still use, I do collage <laughs> videos where I, I never. <laughs> she's on and she's laughing. I never waste any footage, <laughs> so I do collage videos that you reuse footage from different clips that I've done. And I use the the one of me carrying her to the room for the BJ. Make me a sandwich all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, she she's like the only post op that kind of really does it to me, for me because she looks like such a dirty little slut. And the heart, <laughs> the heart areolas that kind of gets me going. I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I, kinda, I like that. And she's got she's got um, I I I like her look. The whole short hair with the big lips and. Yeah, it's just, she's got it going on. Why am I saying? 
What, what can I say? She's got it going on. Uh, she she's she's a post op girl. I I would consider uh, sticking my dick into whatever bullshit. I I might I I I think I might fuck Lisa in the butt. If, you know, maybe in the butt. No, she won't let you. Yes, she will. She told me she wouldn't let you. No, she's gonna let me fuck her in the butt. <laughs> she won't let me fuck her in the neo vagina. You know what? Next time we're with her, we could do. do ah, can't talk. We could totally both me? do a scene where I'm fucking her, where she's riding me, and you're pounding her ass. All right, you can take the neo vagina, take the butt. <laughs> that would make a hot scene. I'm a fucking you know butt pirate, so I'll, I'll <laughs> butt pirate. <laughs> yeah. I want that booty. Arr, I want that booty. So yeah. Well, it, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of a butt pirate then. I've been after your booty forever, and you won't give it to me. If she thinks she can take the Kimber dick up her ass, like the pro raven, right? I don't know. I'm about to need something bigger. Oh, I'm being replaced. I see how it is. Where are you going to find something bigger that can stay hard? We we have seen bigger. The problem is it, stay, it doesn't stay hard. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know, because I'm getting to the point where if, how do I put this? I I don't even know how to put it. I just, I, I'm happy with what I have. Oh, <laughs> you've settled with what you have. I didn't settle. <laughs> Jesus, I'm dating one of the biggest tranny dicks in porn. Oh, Oh, stop. You you already fucking know you are. It used to be bigger. Uh, to me, it looks small. Because, okay, imagine it from this point of view. If your dick, you, well, your dick used to be bigger. Your Doesn't your dick look small to you because you are you so used to it being bigger? No, because it shrunk over such a long time. I, I lost what I lost in the first two years of transition. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? Nina says that Lisa is saying, or I guess Lisa says she'll throw on a huge strap on for me. Oh, there you go. Lisa, I don't think you got a strap on big enough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here's something. Here's what? something that the fans wouldn't be expecting. What? She can throw on a big ass strap on for me. <laughs> She can make me go get her a sandwich. That'd be funny. We'd or make a part two. Well, no, that really doesn't work because you fuck my ass all the time. I was going to say I could fuck her while you fuck me. Yeah, that's. I've not that. done too many of those scenes before. I don't, has any besides you in that one video that we did in your dreams? Has anyone ever seen a tranny top me? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. you ever have. I think you are the only one that has ever done it on film. You're the only one, yeah. On film? Well, yeah. Where you been getting fucked in the butt by trannies off camera? Besides me. I'm trying to think. Now, now I'm thinking, who, who, who has fucked me in the butt? Have I always been topped? Has there ever been a tranny that topped I me? can't think of one. Damn. Of course, I don't know what you were doing before I met you, so you might have. Holy shit, I think you're the only trainer that's ever taught me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Huh, I, now I feel bad. I 
I thought I've been doing this a decade. I thought I would have done with all of our girls. I thought one of them would have fucked me. Uh, No, no, I've never been fucked by any of our girls. Not a one. Well, you can let honey strap one on. Even she says she wouldn't fuck me. She's afraid to fuck me. (laughs) See people, even though all of our girls know I'm a big flaming bottom for black men, they don't see me as a bottom. So they don't ever even think about doing a, a scene topping Kimber. They don't even think about it well, in the dynamic. Well, let me <clears throat> clarify one of my earlier statements. You don't let me fuck you because you use mind games. I don't use mind games. Yes, you do. I give you a choice. <laughs> I just said, would you, you prefer to fuck me or you want me to fuck you? And you're always like, would you fuck me? Well, you know, it's like this. It's... When you have a big dick, yes, I want to use mine once in a while. But if you say you can put your tiny dick inside of me and I'll feel nothing, or I can throw my big dick in you and put you in heaven, what am I going to pick? Because I know you're not going to have a lot of fun taking my dick. That's like you getting fingered. Uh, (laughs) I don't mind getting fingered. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying that the girls don't see me in that light, so it never even is an option that occurs to them. Well, I don't see you in that light either, but I need to start using my dick again or it's going to fall off and I'm going to have a vagina. If you want to make another video of you topping me, we can set it up. Uh, I mean, uh, the I mean, it's like only one is out there, so I'm, it's not like it's oversaturated. There's only one, and you, you're you the only tranny that's ever taught me, so it'd be like the second time I was topped on film by the only tranny that's ever taught me, basically. I'll rip you up. <laughs> you, you guys should see this. Her chest is hey. so big right now. Hey, chest the last out. time I fucked you, you were actually impressed about how dominant I got. Yes, I just think it's adorable how puffed out your chest is. Now knowing that you're the only one that's ever done it. Well, we all know I'm not the only, or you're not the only one that's ever pounded out my ass. Actually, though, I'm trying to think. Not men on camera. How many people have ever done anything to my ass? I don't think. I can't think of anybody offhand. Uh, Caitlin fucked you in the ass. Caitlin. Yeah, isn't that her name uh, from Florida? Came up with Kirsten. Kaylin. Did she? Yeah, we have a video of her fucking you in the ass in the ring. Oh, yeah. Trixie fucked you in the ass. Did she? Yeah, you told her that you lost her your job and she fucked you in the ass. You came home, she came home and you said, I lost my job today. She's like, you better get another job. This was in Florida. We Are you talking about, um, oh, shit, I, it wasn't the, Kirsten. The scene right before Yes, it I wasn't Kirsten. Was it was, Kaylin. oh, I was thinking Trixie, no, or Kirsten, never mind. Kaylin fucked you. Trixie fucked yeah, you. Yeah, she did. You've been fucked by plenty of trannies. Not plenty, it was two. I've only Riley ever. fucked you. That was so fucking Uh lame. I'm telling you, you've been fucked by plenty of trannies. Plenty. That's not plenty. There's a lot of girls that will only film with other trannies. And they're all fucking bottoms. 
I'm just saying your butt gets around, even in the tranny circle. I mean, I, by nature, am not <laughs> a 100% top. Big sexy, you see what he just chimed in. He's like, Raven about to pound that ass. <laughs> uh. I've already told you many times, I don't mind throwing on a strap on to make you feel good. You have a built-in one, though. Yeah, but it's not impressive. <laughs> it's not. I but... want you to enjoy yourself. <sighs> and I'm not going to lie. It might be a little fun throwing on a big strap on and acting like I have a huge dick once in a while. <laughs> you and Lisa both going to work me over? That would be a cool video. You know, it would be cool if you could, like, get a few of your girls together and call it payback. TEAs. And then, you know, you girls get a little payback on camera. See, the problem with that idea, though, is a lot of the girls that we came up with and filmed with a lot, a lot of them aren't doing porn anymore. A lot of them are gone. I know we're old. We're God, OGs. the last last year at the TEAs, I was just walking around going, I don't recognize any of these bitches. Yeah, they're all young up-and-comers. Like, they were announcing who were winning the awards. I'm like, I don't know that person. I don't know that person. What happened to all the people that normally compete with me? I call it the COVID effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like right around the same time, all the girls were starting to get brave enough because of the political climate to start transitioning. And then COVID happened, so nobody was working. So all these young trans girls are now, you know, well, I can cam or I can do porn and I can make that makes money. Sense. And so shit tons of them started camming and started doing porn. And then restrictions lifted and now there's just a fucking ridiculous ocean yeah, of young trans girls who are trying to do porn. And it's like the, the market is saturated right now with trans girls doing porn. Because it used to be it was the same top five all the time. There was Raven Rocks, Kimber Haven, Aubrey Kate, Chanel Santini, and Natalie Mars. Those five were always walking the carpet, always competing against each other, always waging war against each other. Those were the, the mm-hmm. five top-tier contenders. There was me and Raven, Natalie Mars, Aubrey Kate, and Chanel Santini. And we were always competitive with awards. But lately, even though we snagged awards this TEAs, I agree. Since COVID, it's just like last time we went, it was almost uh-huh. unrecognizable. I, All of our peers, which are OGs, they're just getting out of the business. Yeah. Sad. Here we are, old ass broke bitches. Not broke monetarily, but broke physically. And we're still running around naked doing Dirty shit. Yeah, we, we, you know, we've been around. You know, I just did an interview of that video interview for that trans uh, yeah. TV thing. And they were asking me about my plans for the future. <laughs> and I laughed and I said, I don't have my plan for the future is stay alive a few more years. I'm old. So I'm a little old <laughs> in the game, long in the tooth to have any plans for my future. My, it, my career is pretty well done. I, I told them, I said, now I'm at the stage where I'm planning my departure gracefully. Because I don't want to be one of those washed up, pathetic porn stars, mm-hmm. which are still in front of the camera long past they should have been. 
you got to know when to bow out gracefully. You got to know yeah. when it's time to pack it in. You just don't look good enough to be in front of that camera anymore. You got to be honest with yourself. So that's what I'm preparing for the day that I got to go. I shouldn't be in front of the camera anymore. Yeah. I mean, I told, who did I tell? I think it was Amy back when she first started. I think I might've even told Bella this. A lot of the younger girls I've told, you know, they're like 24 or 25 doing porn. And they're like, I don't know if I want to do porn forever. And I told them, I remember the specific conversation. Yes, it was with Amy. She was like 23 or 24 at the time. And I was like, Amy, you could leave porn for 10 �����������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������
Oh, please. Yeah, they said that. Facebook actually put out an announcement saying that we have, uh, they've come up with the conclusion that he no longer poses a threat. What? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Have you heard some of the shit he's been spouting on his truth social? That won't be around much longer. (laughs) That will not be. I think it's going to go the same way all Donald Trump businesses and cons go. If you bought his NFT trading cards or his Trump stakes or went to his university, it's going to go the same way everything else that Trump does. It's all a con. He's P.T. Barnum. He has always been a famous con man, and he conned everybody to believe that he wasn't a con man, even though everybody in the country before he ran for president he was the punchline for being a famous con man. It's like P.T. Barnum runs for office and they forget I P. saw, P. though, they were talking about it yesterday on the news and they were talking about how Trump is, and, and I saw this before I ever even heard this mentioned, Trump is the king of running out the clock in civil cases. Yeah, that, he just got penalized. However... Yeah. In Georgia, he's looking at being charged criminally. And when you're charged criminally, there is no running out the clock with motions and all that shit. So if he gets charged... If anybody ever says when Trump gets charged or if he gets charged, I just roll my eyes. I hope it doesn't happen. I want Trump to remain a free man. Do not touch Trump. Free Trump. I'm serious. Why? See... What the Democrats don't understand is the best gift that could ever happen to them is he does not get indicted. Because here's what's going to happen, folks. You're still hoping he'll split the vote? He is the Messiah. He is the Anakin Skywalker of this story. Trump is the prophesied one. He is prophesied to bring about the fall of the Republican Party. And here's how it's going to go down, folks. Let Trump do what Trump has been destined and foretold to do. When the primaries happen, here's what's going to happen. The primaries are going to primary DeSantis, and they're not going to choose Trump to run because they know that Trump cannot win. So as soon as he does not get the primary and the Republicans vote him out for running for president, he will turn on them immediately. Throw the tantrum. Yeah, that's what I meant by splitting the vote. And he will start the MAGA party. Uh-huh. And half of the Republican voters will go to the MAGA party and will create two minority parties. And the Demo- the Republican party will be finished. They will never win another election. I agree with they that. They will be destroyed. But the only way we can get rid of the true evil, which is the Republican party and everything they stand for, is to allow their Darth Vader, their chosen one, <laughs> to bring about the end of the emperor. He has to run his course. The worst thing that could happen to this country is he get arrested. We have to let this man fulfill his destiny. Only one thing can destroy the Republican Party. If you think about it, only one thing can bring about their downfall, and it is Donald J. Trump. And he has the power to do it, and he's going to do it. So we have to let him do it. It's like in the Kaiju, the Kaiju uh, movies where they say, let them fight. <laughs> we need to let Trump and DeSantis fight. Everybody wins when they fight. So let them fight. Just let, let them, them have fight. Let them have their kaiju battle. And when DeSantis wins the battle, watch Trump throw the biggest tantrum he has ever thrown worse than January 6th. 
and he will create the MAGA party and destroy the Republicans forever. There is only one thing that can destroy the Republicans and stop them. Only one thing. We have been trying to stop the Republicans for 50 fucking years. We've always known they were evil and bad for the country. But nothing can stop them because they rig and they cheat. But the only thing that can truly stop the Republicans once and for all is their own Messiah. There. I just posted in the chat. You're Anakin. (laughs) (laughs) He will. He is foretold to bring about the end of the Republican party. (laughs) And he is the only thing in this universe that can do it. And he will. So we have to pray and I'm not even religious. If only we could guarantee you'd be right. I'm telling you, if he's not arrested, I will be right. (laughs) That is the only thing that could possibly happen. They will not choose him to be their president again because they know he cannot win. He didn't win the popular vote twice. They know he cannot win. (laughs) But when they do not choose him and insult him and hurt his fragile ego, he will retaliate. Did you see another one of his cronies got sentenced to six years in prison? Yet we have to make sure that (laughs) the, the Messiah remains free. He must be allowed to fulfill his destiny, to bring about the true evil. Sometimes you can do more good by allowing some evil to slide. And I would rather bring about the end of the entire party than take Trump down personally. As much as I would love to see him go down, if I had the choice, give Trump life in prison, the rest of his life in prison, or remove the Republican Party from this country for the rest of its existence. I would say the Republican Party is the worst thing that's ever happened to this country, and it needs to die. And the only person that can kill it is Darth Genus. Look, look, he's, he's G- where he's oh, Darth Cheetahs. Yeah, <laughs> the only one that can kill it is Darth Cheetahs. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So that's the person that's destined to bring violence to the, the country. Trump is the Messiah. We just have to make sure he's free to where he can fulfill his destiny. So anyway, people, uh, we hope we entertained you a little bit. Maybe made your uh, Saturday not as boring if you didn't have any sex to have today. And we love you. So peace. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. I have some fun on there. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. <laughs>